BC. Jason, what is going on? Round two, mate. Already two weeks in. Are you disappointed? There's only like 23, 24 weeks of the season left. No, I'm pumped actually. Get through to Magic Round. Get down to that. <laughs> then the Origin start. Yeah. Then I, the final. Yeah, I am. I love footy. I am kind of counting down to Magic Round. That um, that should be a good weekend for us. Yeah, it'd be a very good weekend. Very, very good. Very good weekend. Uh, mate, um, you obviously made it out. Used your season tickets out to the Cowboys game. How was that? Did get to the Cowboys game again this weekend. The Cowboys fans were in fine form again, but they got their team over the line, <laughs> which is uh, pretty interesting, I it, guess. It I didn't was, think they'd win. It was uh, not only the fans, but the, the bin chicken. Bin chickens got them over the line too, didn't they? Had a few extra customers that uh, didn't pay to get through the gate. Yeah, the Raiders were worried about what would happen to them, I guess. Once they seen the bin chickens, couldn't get out. I was like, do they even have that yeah. in Canberra? Like, some of those pommy boys were probably like, what the fuck are these things? they got massive fucking needles on the front of their beaks. Yeah, we had pterodactyls flying into the roof. They didn't know what was happening. <laughs> I saw that video. <laughs> yeah, that's nah, a pretty interesting game. But no, the Cowboys played pretty well. I was um, pretty impressed with them, actually. They did, mate. Lolo looks like he uh, actually gave a shit. Looks like he had a little bit of a pep in his step. Yeah, he was he was good. First run of the game, he just yeah, attracted four defenders and powered through, and he played pretty good minutes, I think. So mm. he looked good. If, yeah. the, if the Cowboys want to get rid of him, the Broncos will take him. That's all right. And did uh, did all the boys put plenty of uh, overtime minutes down on the timesheet or, or the lie sheet? Oh, timesheets come in tomorrow, so I'll go through them. <laughs> You'll see like eight hours on a Saturday afternoon, evening. No, they, were, they got to the game, so they got the seats and uh, got to see the Cowboys win, which no one was expecting, I don't reckon. Yeah, no, well, yeah. I didn't tip them. That was the uh, that was the only game I got wrong for the week, actually. Uh, mate, the Broncos, two for two. Not, yeah, good not, start to the season. Happy with that. That's all right. Um, beat the, the juggernaut. Wasn't Bulldogs the prettiest team. win. Yeah, he didn't really know which way. Like, neither team looked the more dominant team. It looked like they were sort of both throwing punches at each other. But, it, yeah, I don't know. They both look like they're still sorting out who they are. Yeah, I was pretty impressed with the Broncos' defense. The Bulldogs throw a fair bit of fair bit at them on their line, and they just kept turning up. So I was pretty happy with that. You can only win who you're playing. So they did enough on the get. They did enough on Sunday to get the job done. Eh? Billy Walters, coach's son, fourteen's his. That's his position. Looked all right. Wouldn't say coach's son. I'd say super sub. As soon as he come on, sparked him to life. <laughs> super sub. That's what we're calling was, him now. He was good. He um he got out of the dummy half. Had a few good scoots. Eh, and give him something different. Jake Turp is pretty solid in defence, but he doesn't really offer too much in attack. So it was good to have that other option of. Uh, Billy just jumping out, having a few runs. Yeah, it's always good. To I hear. need to go on the buttons. It's always good to hear confident Bronco supporters after a couple of wins, mate. These are all very, very chirpy. It's been a long time since we had two wins in a row. <laughs> well, we'll see how they go this week, mate. Um, before we get into the round, we've got a couple of little tidbits to go through. Uh, our motto, run it straight. So anyone from the weekend that you want it to run it straight next week? Yeah, from the Broncos game. Oh. Katoni Staggs. Oh. Staggs. Not, not, not a fan, mate. Is he, is he uh, still recording some uh, home movies maybe in his spare time and not focusing on the footy enough? I don't know what he does in his spare time, but on the field, he needs to hold the ball when he crosses the line. 
mm. for one. Adam Reynolds put it on the platter and he dropped it. That was a good pass. I'll, I'll give that to, to old COVID leg soreness boy. He uh, that was that was a pretty good effort. His uh, partner in the centres, Herbie, he just showed him up. He Herbie had a lot of intent when he ran. Katoni could take a bit of that into next week's game, hopefully. Yeah, Herbie's uh, he, he has his flashes. I saw it last season. He, he he's not not a bad player. He's pretty like little inconsistent. Um, some games you just wonder if he's even on the field at all. But yeah, at times when he wants to apply himself, he's he's definitely got plenty of talent. Yeah, I think I think Katoni should uh, step up. He's had two games now to come back in into the season, get his legs back into the game. I think it's time for him to show what he's got because last few seasons he's been all the talk. I'd like to see a bit more walk. A bit more walk. All right. So we want him to run it straight next week. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I've got anyone to run it straight. I sort of – everyone seems to be doing their job so far. So I don't – and I got no real complaints, you know. I mean, all three of my football teams won on the weekend. So, yeah, I'm looking I'm looking pretty positive at the moment. I think the footy's going pretty good. Yeah, it'd be good to support a few different teams, I guess. Oh, mate, it's, it's a rarity when all three of them win. So it was a good weekend for me, mate. I got seven out of eight on the footy tips. All three of my teams that I support all won. So, what, what three teams are we talking about here? Well, Newcastle. Because next week they'll change. Newcastle's my baby. Uh, Cowboys, obviously, because, you know, Townsville boy, homegrown, got to support the home side. And, uh, well, I did live very briefly on uh, the GC, so the Titans, but um, I went to, what, three games total? So, I don't know. I'll, I'll call it a very distant, far bandwagon supporter for them. So you're a typical Titan supporter. They get heaps of people to their games. Yeah, and... Like the Titans, I just like the beaches and the women. It's not so much about the football. So, <laughs> um, have we got Hume's, yeah, have we got Hume's hero for the week? Has he has he popped up? Has he showing up? He, he, he shit, took him to the game. Like, is he has he actually contributed now to the podcast, or is he still just going to keep giving us comments from the distance? No, he has phoned through, okay. and he has told me that his hero for this week is Jake Clifford. Oh, my boy, Jakey Clifford. Oh, did he yeah, give, two, give any reasons or what? Two weeks in a row, he's uh, been a standout for the night. So I think he's got two man of the matches, actually, first two games. So he's going pretty well and uh, got a try on the weekend, kicked a couple of goals. Mm-hmm. So he thinks uh, all he needed was a premiership winning, oh, premiership halfback in Adam Clune. Michael Morgan and his other half partners <laughs> at the Cowboys couldn't help him out. <laughs> Yeah, Adam Clune, the premiership-winning-looking halfback from Kerrod last week. He uh, he looks pretty good. So, uh, yeah, no, they've got a good little young halves pairing there in Newcastle. So, so there we go. The first ever inaugural Humie's Hero of the Week, Jake Clifford. There we go. We've got sound effects and everything for him, mate. It's, a, it's an official plug segment. Humie has now joined the podcast, even though he hasn't come on yet because he's too chicken shit. Maybe he can sponsor it next week. Yeah. <laughs> sponsor it with his overtime. Um, yeah. Mate, we'll get into... Uh, we won't really go through each game of round two because that seemed like it was a bit bit long-winded last week. So we're going to try and aim for a shorter podcast. We've done our podcast the first two. So there was a lot to talk about at the start of the season. We are pretty excited. So we're going to aim for like 30-minute podcast today and maybe it'll end up being 40 minutes. So we'll try and keep it short and sweet and we'll try and get to the points. We won't blabber as much. Maybe I'll just cut out every time you know you talk so i make the podcast a bit shorter so sweet with that yeah that's good 
<laughs> uh, a couple of things from round two. The crazy finish to Thursday night game between the Storm and the Rabbitohs. Storm were cruising 14-0 at half time and looked like it was going to be anything. Uh, but yeah, yeah. looked a bit, little bit struggling in the second half. They were a bit clunky, the Storm. And then, um, yeah, Latrell and the, the Rabbitohs came roaring back. Yeah, I honestly thought this game was going to be a blowout after the 14-0. The yeah, yeah. And then um, all of a sudden, Melbourne just put the cue in the rack and said, we don't want to play anymore. And Latrell turned up and kicked the bunnies back into it, but uh, weren't good enough in the end. Okay, so as a, as an expert of long-range clutch field goals, because uh, how long was that field goal you hit in the semifinal once? 52 metres. It is a little bit longer than Latrell's, but yeah. anyway. That's all right. And was there any, any breeze included? Against me, a lot. A lot? Okay, sweet. All right. Just yeah, from the game on the... On the game on Thursday night, I think Latrell had the wind at his back, so oh, okay. so it was, it was more pretty like much would have been a twenty meter drop goal. Yeah, twenty meter yeah. drop goal. Yeah, that's about right. Um, done well to get it through, but Pappy's <laughs> was just as impressive into the wind. Yeah, so the Storm two games only early on. They've missed missing a few people. They just look a little clunky. They don't look very methodical that we're used to seeing from the Storm over the years. So I know it's early season. Don't want to overreact. Uh, but saw the news today. Harry Grant's now got COVID. So he missed the first week for uh, laundry powder and then played this week. And he played, you know, 50, 60 minutes pretty good. And then it seemed like he just sort of ran out of steam like he did a few times last year when he was asked to play, you know, 80 minutes. And, um, yeah, the Storm, I don't know. They're just not convincing at this stage. Nah, but they do enough to get the wins. Yeah. And at this at this point of the season, the two points is all that matters. So if they win in these tight games, that's the difference between them and a bottom team. Yeah. The bottom teams lose the tight ones. Yep. Top teams win them. Yep, true. Only other games really I wanted to look at from the weekend. We'll talk a little bit about the teams with the uh, match previews, but uh, Manly and the Eels, they've both been a little underwhelming this year as well. Anything going on with those that you've noticed? Man, I don't know what's going on with the, the Eagles, Manly. I've got no idea. I thought they were going to be a team to look out for. They went pretty good and deep in the last season, but this season they've started as bust. Yeah. They had them winning a... Oh, I had them in the top four. Yeah. But at the moment, they don't look like they're going to make the eight. I don't know what Tommy and Cherry and Foran are doing, but they're not doing it at the moment. Oh, I think they'll definitely make the eight. Like, once they, you know, they've had, yeah, they've had two tough opponents to start the season. So, you know, when they play against your Warriors and your Dragons and Dogs and, you know, Broncos, you know, those types of teams they'll probably put 40, 50 points on. So I think you'll see Turbo and the rest of them sort of play a little bit freer there. But... Yeah, I mean, last year they didn't really have any convincing wins against any of the top four or five sides, so it could just be the same thing again, really. Yeah, they didn't win too many games last year against the top-ranking team, so it could just be another year like that. The corpse of Kieran Foran's still out there. I mean, far out. I mean, (laughs) that dude's got more injuries than, than, you know, a 60-year-old gardener, basically. He's just... I don't know how he can even get up out of bed in the morning, so... uh, yeah, I mean, they've got some good young outside backs and that and some good forwards coming through, but yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't think of them being anything serious at this stage. Uh, but one thing I have noticed so far to start the season, six ACLs in two rounds. What are these boys doing? Are they just doing 500 pounds on the squat machine or something? They're just load-bearing too much in the off-season? Or what's what's going on? Well, you, you give us an insight into a, a, a former great athlete like yourself, mate. How, how do all these ACL injuries happen? I wouldn't say a former great athlete. I'm still an athlete. Oh, please. Um, look after myself pretty well, get to the gym a fair bit, go for a few runs and that. But How many meals from the I don't know, maybe did you, did you have today? No, nah, none today. Camp food's pretty good, so 
it's uh, it's pretty good having a restaurant on site. Oh, right, yeah. No, I just think they do too much weights in the off season. Yeah, I don't know if if that's the thing or not, but they're not doing too much. I don't know if they do too much lateral running, tendons or whatever you call them, ACLs are just tight, and they just get out there on the field and that's it. But I don't think it's more than any other year. No, I think you just notice it at study every year, and then it becomes normal. Yeah, it's always a it bit doesn't. of a it's always a bit of a trend. Like you'll notice for like three four weeks, there'll just be a heap of ACLs or serious like season ending injuries, and everyone's like, "Oh, what are they doing at training? What are they? Are the grounds too hard? Are they not you know in good enough condition?" It's just yeah, it's probably just a bit of a freak thing that's happened at the start of the season. But uh, maybe we'll have to get in touch with NRL physio, old mate on Facebook. There, we'll have to uh, try and see if we can get him on board and see if he can give us some answers. Yeah, that'd be all right. We need need to get to the bottom of it. I need to know. We do. We do need to know. Maybe we'll get Hawley on, actually. Hawley did listen to the first couple of podcasts. Said, uh, well, I think he said I was pretty funny and pretty good. I don't know what he said about you, but um, we'll have to get old Josh Hall on. He probably said that I gave him the most try assist he's ever had. Shut up. All right. Um, just to finish off from the last round, we said it before, but uh, Jakey Clifford and Isaiah Yao, they've both taken out three points in the Daily M. Uh, so they're leading the, the top of the ladder with six points each. Weirdly enough, the Dogs, they haven't been that impressive in their first two games against the Cows and the Broncos. They were both bludger, low-scoring games. But out of the six slots in, uh, in both games combined, the Dogs have nabbed five of those six slots for points. So what is going on? You have a look at some of these... Daily M judges. They're all like former players like Nathan Hindmarsh, Darren Lockyer, Brad Fittler, Laurie Daly, Gordon Tallis. So there's a couple of like media writers in there as well or, or commentators. But yeah, every year there always seems to be contention around like people like Jack White and winning Daily M. Like I just don't know how some of these points work. I mean, you know, you have a look at some games like the Knights. Dane Gay guy was easily best on ground against the Roosters in round one, yet he didn't even get a single point. And then that that Cowboys Dogs game in round one, if Hammer was two more inches on side, the Cowboys would have won that game. Yet the Dogs nabbed all three slots for for points from the game. So, what the hell needs to happen with Daily M voting? Yeah, I don't know what they. I don't even know the criteria is for them to get the points or yeah. anything like that. It's always every year there's been a complaint about the Daily M and how it's run, and I don't think this year would be any different. No. No, that's right. There's got to be some Uncle Nick brown paper bags or something going around with some of these voters because sometimes you look at who they vote and you're like, what? Was that guy even on the field? Yeah, Matt Burton on the weekend played pretty well, but I don't think he played very well against the Cowboys and I think he got a point that game too, so mm. I don't know how how the voting works at all. All right, let's get into round three previews, Fat Reese. Uh Thursday night, we've got a... looks like a bit of a rivalry round when I had a look at the games this weekend. They're all kind of coin flip games, and it seems like they're all, yeah, either rivalries or or teams that have got a bit of history with one another. And uh, we kick off Thursday night, Dragons against the Sharkies. Um, So they're local rivals down there in in the south side of uh, Sydney. Um, Who who you like in this game so far? Well, I actually thought the Dragons were pretty good against Penrith. They were. They were. They're actually not... Yeah, they're not a bad-looking little team, the Dragons. I'm going to go with them this week. Um, Anthony McCulloch is out, but Moses Envoy (laughs) comes in. That's not too big a change or anything. McCulloch is solid, but he's not special. So Envoy should do the job there. Andrew McCulloch injured. That's that's got to be a first, surely. That dude loves... He might just want a week off. 
Oh, mate, he's I don't know what the deal is with him. He always he always gets injured, but then it's always like a miraculous recovery. Like he's supposed to be out six weeks and he's back like one week later. Good healer. <laughs> Maybe he should just stop playing football because he keeps getting injured. But I think it should be a good game. Um, Sharks, they snuck home with the win against the Eels and uh, they did enough to get the win. And I've said before that the teams that can get the tight wins is who's going to be there at the end of the year. So... How many could go either way? How many camera pans were there to ScoMo during the game? I swear to Sco-mo. God, I swear to God, every time the Sharks had the ball, like they didn't even score, they just had the ball. It would have been like second tackle, quick pan to ScoMo, see if he's finished his beer, yeah, he beer and pie yet. He would have had a beer and in the sheds after the game after that win. Man. They love him down there. Who's the Who's the brunette that sits behind him all the time? Is that his daughter or something? I don't know. I'd watch the footy. Oh, oh, she seemed pretty hot anyway. I think Sharkies get up here. I like Sharkies. I think they, they've they already improved massively from round one to round two. I like the look of their team. Good bunch of veterans, good young guys. Um, I think they've got a good half in Nico Hines. Matt Moylan's all right playing off him. So, yeah, I I think I like the Sharkies, even though it's a, a little local derby down there. I like them to win that one pretty comfortably, actually. Yeah, I'm not thinking the Dragons are going to run away with it, but it'll be a tight game. All right. Uh, Friday night, 5 p.m. out at Campbelltown, the West Tigers hosting the Warriors. Did these two teams already play each other? <laughs> or was that the Dragons and the Warriors? I just, I don't know. I see these teams and they all just look the same to me, these crappy uh, wooden spoon contenders. So Yeah, um, bottom of the table clash already and yeah. probably will be if they play again at the end of the year. Yeah, I will, um, look, I, I'll already say I've I've got other things to do at 5 o'clock on Friday afternoon, so I don't know what they are just yet, but it won't be watching this game. Well, some of the Tigers players might have other things to do too because at 5 o'clock is probably a good time to go and press the buttons on the pokey machines, and they did that before the Knights game the other day. <laughs> and they didn't did look they? like they wanted to be there. Yeah, they didn't look like they wanted to be there. Pokey They're trying to chase that major. Oh, late nights on the pokies, mate. We We would know nothing about that at all, would we? No, they're trying to chase after Anthony Milford. <laughs> he must be the best at it. Oh, we 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 have seen Milf. Uh, he did that in that what was it the the Eel semi final where they lost fifty six nil or whatever it was, and then um, yeah, he had a late night on Take the post. Take me back there, Jake. That was awesome. <laughs> we saw him after that Broncos game last year too. Actually, we probably shouldn't mention that because uh, he's no longer part of the Broncos. That, that could be part of the reason why. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. <laughs> Uh, so we'll just skip that game altogether. There's no point talking about either of those teams. Uh, seven o'clock well, on. Before what? we move on, All right, okay. I am going to tip the Warriors. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're going to give a tip. Um, I'll go Tigers. I'll go against you. Okay, that's good. Um, Easy win for me. <laughs> where are we with the tips? So I got, uh, well, I got seven in my tipping comp, but I got six because I went against you with the Dogs and the Broncos. So what did you get last week? Yeah, I got five. So we're back even. We're even. Okay. Are you still keeping score there? It's there, mate. You still uh Yeah. Yeah, all right. I'm all over it. We're even. You're not doing an Ansel golf keeping score and just putting down pars every hole? No, this is a legit legitimate comp. Mm. When are you playing me next? Because you, you're paying for the game. I, I had a very successful uh driving range session on Sundays, so uh I think my swing's back, mate. I think you're in trouble. Yeah, okay. I'm real scared about it. <laughs> you should be. I know you've been playing like twice a day lately. Yeah, I've had a few rounds. It's been good. I'm looking. I think I look all right, actually. I don't get to watch myself, but I think I go all right. You think you go all right? You think you've had a few rounds or that you look round? I am round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
my wife looked at me the other day and said, "You need to do something." Oh, can we can we get her on the pod? Actually, I'm going to do that one week. I'm probably not even going to tell you. I'm just going to text Sarah, and I'm going to be like, I'm just going to tack it on like a little five minute chat at the end of one of the pods one week, and you'll get a nice little surprise when you listen. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> Ask her if she knows about your pre dinner dinners. <laughs> no, don't don't bring them up. <laughs> I'll just ask if he finishes all these dinners all the time. Uh, seven I do. That's why, that's why I'm this big. <laughs> seven o'clock on Friday night. Uh, a long-term rivalry. One of the classics in the NRL, the Rabbitohs and the Roosters. These two teams absolutely hate each other. The supporters hate each other. Even the owners hate each other. Um, Rusty and Uncle Nick, they'll be out there. I'm sure they'll be uh, maybe having a little gentleman's cigar bet before the game. Um, how are we tipping with these two teams, mate? Yeah, it's always a good good round of footy when the Roosters and Rabbits play. Yeah. I think the Roosters will get them. Mm. Um, I'd, I can't wait to see uh, Latrell and Joseph Manu go at it. You just know there's going to be Biff. You just know, and you know it's going to be Latrell. Like, it's probably, Latrell's just going to, he's going to rub someone's face in the dirt and then just 50 of them will be in in like two seconds. But there'll be a lot of yeah, a lot of shirt grab and a lot of pushing and shoving. Like, no one's actually probably going to throw a punch like the good old days, but... Yeah, you know, I, the odds of Latrell starting something, I mean, it'd be less than a dollar. Like, it's just, it wouldn't even be a betting market, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, Latrell, he, he's a great player, but he just, he only turns on when he wants to turn on. The Rabbits need him to be there the whole game. I just can't see him beating the Roosters. I think Sam Walker and Luke Erie are starting to look pretty good together. Yeah, yeah. They, and uh, they got too much firepower, I reckon. Yeah. Um, their, forwards are, their forwards are killing it, too. Yeah, no, they don't. they're starting to. Victor Radley played up. really well the other day. Yeah, that's right. Um, Latrell has uh, has he been hanging out with you too much, mate? Is he is he on the the fat Reese diet or what's what's going on there? Because it seemed like every time they showed him, he was having to pull his shirt over the front of his gut. They might have just got the wrong size jersey. That's ah, happened to me before. They gave him uh, Damian Cook's jersey, did they? Yeah, that's actually one of the reasons why I had to play number six through some of my career because I couldn't fit the number seven jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I worked out the jersey sizes, eh? Is that, and, a, uh, is that a hot scoop? Hang on, I should have... I, should, oh, I, was, I was too slow on the buttons, mate. you got, you got to give me a heads up when you're going to make a joke. Yeah, the six is uh, bigger than the seven. That's why I had to play six. Oh. oh, wrong button. Anyway, so for this game, we're both going roosters? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, I think it'll be a good game. I mean, it's yeah, they'll hate each other as long as there's a bit of biff, a bit of back and forth, a bit of bit of sledging. You know, it'll it'll be an entertaining game. Two p.m. on Saturday, blockbuster match of the round. You you joke that uh, two p.m. Saturday is the joke game of the round, but uh, it's number one versus number two, mate. The mighty mighty Newcastle Knights against the defending Premier Panthers. Both teams undefeated. Both teams have looked quite good. Uh, they're both going to be missing some key players. Hopefully, our man Kalen Pong is back this week. But um, yeah, he's named. He is named, but he was a late scratching last week. But uh, yeah, look, the Knights. I mean, the Knights are going to be missing their front rowers. Although it looks like Daniel Sofidi's actually named in the side. So there you go. That's actually. Well, I still think the Panthers are going to be too uh, too good for him. Why? Because of Sean O'Sullivan. Yep, Sean O'Sullivan. Oh, shit, I can't even say his name. Oh, Sean O'Sullivan. Yeah, that's all right, mate. Get that cake out of your mouth. Sean O'Sullivan, he was on the Matty John show on Sunday night. He um, he was interesting. I thought he was actually good. I watched that Matty John, and he's got a pretty good insight into footy. I think uh, 
he knows his place in the team, filling in for Nathan Cleary, and he's going to be there, do his job, and he's probably hoping that Cleary stays out a few more weeks because they've been looking all right together, I think. Yeah, Sean O'Sullivan and Jerome Lura. There's no reason to rush Cleary back. Um, Sean's played really, really well. The Knights, but Dan Gagai and Bradman Best are killing it. Gagai, probably the formal centre of the comp at the moment. I don't know how he hasn't got a couple of man of matches. Well, that's because the man, Jay Clifford, who I tried to tell everyone every week who's going to have a breakout year this year, um, he's taken the three points. But Dan Gagai, Bradman Best, that's, that is the best centre pairing in the NRL. And yeah, I thought the Knights halves were a little... They were trying to do a little too much, I thought, on the weekend. Uh, Clune and Clifford, they tried to run to the line and try and put guys through the gaps when last the first round game against the Roosters, what worked was they just got the ball and passed it out wide straight away. Just give give those outside big, strong running backs early ball and let them go one-to-one on work. Like, that's, yeah, that's got to be the game plan. Keep it simple and just get the ball out left and right as quick as you can because, yeah, gay guy and best with a bit of a head head full of steam and a bit of space to operate, um, that's points all day. Yeah, they got to win that board battle, but they didn't have too much to worry about against the West Tigers. Their yeah. boards were terrible. And this week's going to be uh, a lot harder matchup. Like, you've got Isaiah Yo playing for Terrence Panthers. He's probably the best forward in the game at the moment. Yeah. The way uh, he can move the ball around. He's a notch above Kurt Mann at the moment. Um, but, yeah, Isaiah, <laughs> Isaiah yeah. Kurt Mann couldn't shine his shoes. <laughs> I'll tell you that. What is what? Kurt, man, it was like so many times he would get the ball on the fourth tackle and just like ruck it up. I'm like, dude, like get the bloody hell out of the way. Like they're trying to do something. You keep ruining it. Yeah, Kurt, man, just seems like he gets in the way. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they do at training, but do they just put a statue of Kurt, man, in every play? Man, yeah. He wouldn't just... have to train. He just stands in the way. And he gives away like three or four really dumb penalties every single game. And as soon as the whistle's blowing, he turns around and just does the whole shoulder shrug at the roof. Like, whoa, whoa. It's like, you're, it wasn't me. you're being a knob. That's what you're doing. You've been holding him down for like 20 seconds, mate. Get off him. Oh, yeah, he's got he's got issues. Yeah, but your boy, Caleb Ponga, he's back. He might take a bit of heat off the halves and let him play a bit freer. Mm, mm. He's, due, he's due for a game. Yep. So, uh, Knights 13 plus. No, I will be going Panthers, but it'll be a lot tighter than I think. Yeah, I think Saturday afternoon game out at Penrith, it's going to be a fast game. The ball's going to be flying around. I think the game's in Bathurst this week, isn't it? Is they it? Get, they uh, take the game out of Bathurst. Panthers have been doing that for a few years. It is. Carrington Park at Bathurst. Um, yeah. Okay, That's that might be a little bit of advantage to the Knights, actually. Nah, Panthers still win. Oh... Mm, Oh, it's hard when your team's playing well to go against them. Um, yeah, stuff it. Put me down for the Knights, mate. Yeah, another win for me. I'm going to back it. We're going to go three for three. Uh, 4.30 on Saturday afternoon at Amy Park in Melbourne. The Storm hosting the Eels. The Eels have been a little bit of a bogey team for the Storm in recent years. Um, neither of these teams have really lit it on fire the first two rounds. Uh, should we expect a bit of a close bludger of a game? Harry Grant was named, but as we said earlier, he's out with his own version of COVID leg soreness. Um, so that's a big out for the Storm. It is a very big out for the Storm. Losing two hookers in two weeks. Mm. Um, Jerome Hughes and Cam Munster looked good in the first 20, 30 minutes last week and didn't do too much after that. Mm. Mitchell Moses, Dylan Brown, they were playing well. But, yeah, they just let the game go against the Sharks. The Sharks yeah. shouldn't have won that game, but... No, 
they they shouldn't have. Um, I don't know. I come back in the end. The the Eels forward pack it looks okay without being great. Uh, RCG, Reed Marnie, Junior Polo, Sean Lane, Isaiah Papali, and Nathan Brown. Like Papali is obviously a bit of a bit of a weapon. Um, he's got his money in his contract now, so who knows? Maybe he's not going to play as hard now. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, both those teams' forward packs are a bit. Yeah. Well, they've all been around for a long for a long time now. So, well, except for Papali, mm. um, Josh King for the for the Storm comes in, but. It's going to be a forward battle that wins this game. It has to be. Like, the halves are pretty... Well, Cam Munster drawing Hughes are better than Dylan Brown, Mitchell Moses. They but They're definitely better. Yeah, unless the Storm can win win the middle, they're not going to be able to get the, out to the backs anyway. So, mm. I still think the Storm win this game. Uh, Pappenhausen had a little bit of a better game last week. He might be coming back into a bit of form. And uh, Xavier Coates, if you, if you like money, first try score every week. <laughs> How good was that little uh, little multi we made about five minutes before kickoff? You gave me the tip on that. Yeah, I give I give you a little tip on the way home and uh, paid off. I think pretty well, didn't it? Yeah, I think I think the three try scorers I picked in both multis they were the first three try scorers for for the Storm, so that was a good little one. Yeah, no, it worked out all right. But yeah, I think Xavier Coast is going to get over for a lot of tries this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I, I, I'm the same. I, I'm not high on the Eels. I said it in our season preview. I think they're, they're in for a bit of a down year. Um, so far, they haven't looked that great. And, yeah, I, I predict the Storm to win that game. And I think everyone's going to be, what's what's the matter, Parramatta come next week? So, uh, closing yep. off Saturday, 6.35. Canberra Raiders are at home to the Gold Coast Titans. This is an interesting game. Two teams that hate defence. So... Yeah, probably take the overs in this game. It's going to be first to score 34 wins. Um, which way are you leaning? Oh, I'm with the Titans, 100%. Yeah, same. I don't think, I don't think the Raiders can... Um, doesn't matter where they play this game, I don't think. <laughs> they, yeah, you're that they far off them after it. they got flogged by the Cows, mate. They were that bad, were they? They didn't show anything against the Cowboys. No. They were absolutely horrible. Yep. They just threw the towel in. Yep. I don't like Jack Whiten. He tried a little bit, and then he just went, "Nah, I'll just sit sit with the rest of the boys and just watch the Cowboys win." And this week, I don't know. I can't see it being too much different. The Titans have been playing pretty good. They've got some points in them. If they lock up their defense, I think they'll run away with this one. Yeah, I mean, looking at the rosters, both teams are actually quite young. Uh, there's not a lot of like big time experience. Like with the Raiders, obviously. You look at probably uh, Jordan Rappenau, Jack White, and Papa Lee, and that's that's probably it for their team. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's just a lot of inexperience with both teams, uh, which is probably why both of them aren't that good defensively. I like the Titans. I think the Titans just seem like a team that can, like they're just they're, they're horrible in defense, but in attack, it looks like any tackle at any point in the game, they could score a try. Like, they could just do something out of nothing. So, they're just that weird bogey yeah. team that looks like they could score, like, four tries in, like, 15 minutes. When you've got Jaden Campbell in your team, anything can happen from anywhere on the field. He is a freak. Yeah. Uh, still no word on what the hell they're doing with Dave Fafita. Like, this is just... Like, do his teammates actually know that they're paying him $1.2 million to play football? Like, do they... Is there something going on in the team? Do they not want to pass the ball to him? Like, what What the hell's going on? Yeah, it shouldn't be that hard. Getting too wide, getting the ball early, and let him do what he does. It's, that should be their game plan. It should Let's be their game plan. Let's go three this way, two wide, Fafita, 
just a run. He'll probably beat five or six people every run mm. and then get an offload to Jaden Campbell. It's a try. That's what I'm thinking. I'm I don't know like, what they're if doing. You put, if you put early ball, say, on like a second, third tackle, early ball out to his side, and you put AJ Brimson at second receiver, either passing the ball to either Jaden Campbell or Dave Vafita, the defense is going to look up at those three players and go, oh, shit, who, who are we going to take here? Like, that should be scoring tries every single time that scenario happens. I know who I'll pick out of Fafita and Campbell. I'll be picking Campbell, knowing that I probably won't be able to catch him. Yeah. But no way I'm trying to t- tackle Fafita. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want to tackle him. But that's my point. Like, if you're your defense, like, it's like, okay, if you're going to put three, four guys around Fafita, you just put Jaden Campbell and, and AJ Brimson right next to him, and the d- defense is like, oh, if we're all going to collapse on Fafita, well, then there's space for Campbell and Brimson to run through. So, like, I, oh, I think the Titans need a new coach because clearly these boys don't know what the hell they're doing out there. It's just, oh, I'll put my Oh, they might work it out. Uh, Plenty put, round two. I'll put my hand up because seriously, they have not changed in the last couple of years. So, um, yeah, boys, if anyone out there in Gold Coast land listens to this podcast, give the ball to fucking Fafita and give it to him early, for God's sakes. Anyway, um, we're going to well, leave. I hope they listen to you, Jeff. Oh, I hope they do, mate. Uh, we're going to leave the three o'clock Sunday game last. So, we'll skip straight to the five o'clock game on Sunday. Manly at home to the Bulldogs. Both these teams need a win. Four Pines Park. Is that the old brookie? Is it called Four Pines Park now? Yeah, that's it. Give them one point each, move on. <laughs> a draw? Are you calling a draw on this one, mate? Give them, give them a week off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. I really hope the uh, Manly can get play. They can play into some form. Mm. But I think the Bulldogs are going to beat them. Really? You actually what? think the team what? that struggled to score three tries in two games against the Cowboys and the Broncos going to win this game? Well, Manly haven't done much better. No, at they, least haven't, the but they showed... haven't, but at least Manly played like two of the top teams in the comp, like two contenders. Like, oh, I know that, but the Bulldogs have energy. I haven't seen any energy from Manly. No, the Bulldogs, no. like, Addo Carr jumps around like a, like a headless chook and yells at his team and says, let's go, boys. Manly, they look like they're ready for bed when they run out on the field. Yep. And unless they turn that around, like oh, Manly's my team, and I thought, like team for the year, I thought they were going to go all right. And after two weeks, I'm nearly awful. I don't stick in there for long. I'll, I'll, I'll say this is the bounce back week for them. I think yeah, they, they know they've I'll had two bad performances. Manly. Yeah, they've had two bad performances. Desi will get into them. You know, Cherry and Turbo will be chirping at training. Like, I, I reckon they'll be up for this. So, the dogs, the dogs are that I team that. that I think that dogs are the team, like you said, like at O'Car and a lot of the guys they recruited. I think they all, they all think that their shit don't stink. So, I think they're gonna like they just that's just their attitude that they're just gonna be those those nipping at the heel type players. So, I yeah, I reckon Manly come out with a bit of an ambush. I actually see Manly probably winning this one comfortably, to be honest. I did. Um, I seen Trent Barrett after the game whinging about one of the ref calls in the game when Herbie Farnworth went through and scored one of his tries. But him blaming the ref just filters down to the players going, "We've had a hard time." He should be saying, "No, don't take that. Don't take that option. Chase the man with the ball. Make the tackle. We're fifty meters out." But he's straight into the ref after the game. Bad look. Bad attitude. Play football. Yep. No, that's it. I'll, I'm tipping Manly. Oh, he's changed. <laughs> he's changed his tip. 
it's it's hard to tip the dogs after those those first two performances. Um, I don't think I'd ever tip the dogs. <laughs> no, you don't really want to. Um, three o'clock Sunday game of the season. Match of the round. Match of yep. the round. There's a, there's a few matches of the Match rounds. Of the round. This must be rivalry round. Looking at all those games, they're all a bit of a coin flip, and they're all like they seem like they're rival matchups. Yeah, the Broncos. I just love watching them, man. Two weeks in a row, the NRL have made me wait till Sundays to watch them. Really annoys me. They they're a Thursday night, Friday night team. Put them in prime time. Their first game was Friday, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, so they should be every week. <laughs> hey. uh, no, they they'll win this game comfortably. They'll win this game comfortably. You know, these two teams have close battles all the time. I know the NRL do what they want, and they. It'll be a golden point game again, and it'll be another field goal that decides it. Mm. That's the NRL. Mm. If the refs actually let them play, the Broncos win this comfortably. Refs will blow the Cowboys back in, all the Broncos back into it, one point game. This will be a close game. Does does things that have happened in recent years between the Broncos and Cowboys still haunt you? I was hoping to have Carrot on, and maybe even Rodney, and maybe even Humey to get you know more Broncos one-eyed supporters on for the big clash. Broncos-Cowboys, always a big game when they play each other each year. Um, do you still have vivid memories you mean, of, of years that have happened in the past, mate? Are you talking about 2015? Mate, you know me. I would never ambush you with any type of memory from... Tackle five. This is the last. It's bounced away to Thurston. Comes up Blair. Got rid of Blair. Pushes away from McCulloch. Thurston gets the ball to Morgan. Morgan crosses the 20. Comes away to O'Neill. Gets the ball Felder scored. Felder scored in the corner. That was a knock on. <laughs> it was a bit loud, that sound at the start. I forgot to turn it down. And um, going on from that, the kickoff after that. Oh. Uh, Oh, so ben Hunt, that was a knockback. Oh, wait, hang on. Did, so something happened after that try in the corner, was it? First grand final golden point. Thurston to choose from with Coote. He hits it. He's yes! got it. He's got the field goal. He's got the premiership. He has gone from a captain to a legend and probably rugby league immortality. Was, Calm down, rabbits. Was, was that the moment you were talking about, mate? Yeah. Or was that the game? I was too, mate. Was great I was too. That was um, and best game up until the seventy ninth minute. I gave it to just about every Cowboy supporter around me. <laughs> and Anthony Milford deserved it. Um, Clive Churchill, but Thurston played a terrible game. Still got the win. That's mm. what champions do. Yep. That game was uh, that bad of a turnaround in the last ten minutes or so for uh, for Benny Hunt. That um, I think he's only just coming out of that in the last twelve months. Doesn't matter, still made $6 million. Who's the loser now? <laughs> it's 100% right, mate. Uh, all right, so looking at these teams, you do, I mean, it's going to be hard for you to take your Broncos' eyes out, but you, you do think Broncos are winning this game? Yeah, I think so. I think, um, well, Albert Kelly and Adam Reynolds. Albert Kelly's been probably one of the better halves of the comp at the moment. I don't think that's biased either. I think he just popped up in a lot of positions where he shouldn't have had to pop up. He's reminding me a little bit of a, Jonathan Thurston and just chased him back over, making little cover cover tackles and cleaning up kicks that he shouldn't have to do. Hang on, um, hang on, hang on, hang on. Who 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 did you compare to Jonathan Thurston? Albert Kelly. In effort, not in players. In effort, that's a good that's a good rap. I reckon Thurston was really good effort player. 
over mm. Kelly, putting mm. a bit of effort in. Mm. Chad Townsend could take a leaf out of Thurston's book, put some effort in. I Tom th- did has been putting a lot of effort in as well. I think you've been, um, I think you've been driving in the sun for too long today, mate. Nah, Albert Kelly has been playing really well. I don't know if you watch football, but anyone should be saying that. Mm. Adam Reynolds, he'll kick, he'll kick well, and uh, I think Selwyn Cobbo, he's a gun. He didn't, he doesn't do too much, but he, what he does is uh, really, really good. Takes the hard rucks from running the ball back and just gets in there. And Corey Oates, he was pretty solid on the weekend too, so he'll back it up. Um, having a look at the Broncos list, how come I don't see Jermaine Asako anywhere listed? Uh, he's gone down to the Titans. Wow. To play Q Cup, I think. Really? Yeah. I don't know. He's uh service is no longer needed. He's going to be a Dolphin next year, so may as well try the Gold Coast before he gets up to Redcliffe. Yeah, why not? Go from nice beaches to the shitty beaches of Redcliffe next year. Have you ever? Have you yeah, ever actually? Right. Have you ever been to Redcliffe? Like gone up and seeing the water and everything there? Yeah. Oh, the, the water looks cleaner in Brisbane River. Yeah, it's mud flats. <laughs> exactly. I thought, uh, I, was in, I thought I was in Cairns. I'm predicting either Hammer or Tulagi to get a double, and uh, <laughs> I see. Give me go that soundboard. I see the Cowboys winning twenty-two twenty. Yeah, you're on drugs if you think the Cowboys are going to win, but anyway. Give me a score. Give me a score, mate. Uh, 18-10. 18-10? Yeah. All right. Reynolds won't miss another kick this week. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Um, I think the Broncos' defense will be too good. Their forwards are just way better than the Cowboys, Cowboys forwards. Like Payne Haas, Kurt Capewell, Jordan Rickey, Patrick Carrigan, and then Palacia. He's, he's been really good, actually. I was really, been really impressed with Palacia. He's been doing big minutes and getting his hands dirty. You you know we have Cohen House, right? Yeah, he did spend about. Um, actually, I thought he put on a green jersey on the weekend. He was in the Raiders line that much. <laughs> who put he on is a, horrible who, at getting on side? Who put on a better performance, Cohen House or the Bin Chickens? Bin Chicken. <laughs> bin Chicken gave more effort. Yeah, <laughs> the crowd loved him more. <laughs> Crowd favourite the bin chickens already. When that bird flew away to freedom, mate, <laughs> that was the biggest cheer I've heard at the Cowboys Stadium. <laughs> that is kind of disappointing that the best thing to happen at that stadium was the bin chickens. Like since they, they opened it. Yeah. Run straight into the roof, mate. <laughs> it's an open stadium. How did he oh, anyway, we didn't need to get into it. Um all right, mate. So, anything else from the round? Anything else from the weekend, mate? Are you what, what's the plans? Are you you in town? You still working away? What are you going to do for the footy this weekend? Oh, probably away for most of the weekend, but hope to get back to Townsville to sit on the couch and watch the Broncos play the Cowboys. Mm. I'll be pretty keen to get home on Sunday and watch that game. Jeez. So, where are you at? Are you at, you're at Mara at the moment or Mora, whatever the hell you pronounce it? Yeah, back in Central Queensland, loving it. Oh, that's all right, mate. So golf, golf tomorrow, and then Thursday, and then Friday, and that's all you do out there. I haven't, I haven't been able to get out for a hit yet. Been too busy, but hopefully tomorrow I'll be able to swing the clubs. Yep, sure. Is Humi out there with you? Nah, he didn't get to make the trip down. COVID struck us down. Like it struck down Harry Grant. So I got a couple of workers out this week. Oh. In isolation. Did you ask for the rat test, mate, or you just took their word for it? Oh, family. So they can't do too much when the kids have got it. So they got to stay home. <laughs> Fair enough. So they do. All right. Well, um, I guess that's going to do for this week, mate. You're sweet now. You're a bit of a pro podcaster. That's three in the books now. 
yeah, get me on every week. I love it. Well, that's right, mate. Well, I thought you were going to come on. I thought you said this afternoon you didn't have time for me. So I was like, okay. Always make time for you, Jace. Beautiful. That's what I like to hear. All right. So uh, I hope everyone enjoys the footy on the weekend. Um, yeah, it looks like rivalry round. We'll just plug it as rivalry round. Uh, that's going to do it for NRL Seven Twenty Podcast Episode Three. Uh, if you do have anything or a shout out you want to give or a question to any of the boys, make sure you email us NRL Seven Twenty Podcast at gmail dot com. And uh, that's going to do it for this week's podcast. Thanks for that, Fat Reese. And uh, Go the mighty cowboys. I need a soundboard.